Hey everyone, welcome to the show. There are so many awesome things going on in my little world and I want to share them with you. Um, I announced yesterday on the show that I have a new EP coming out just in time for the Easter and Lent season, Friday, February 9th. Mark your calendar. My new EP called Freedom is coming out with three brand new songs. I can't wait for you to hear it. Also have live events coming up. I'm hosting a couple concerts, one in East Lansing, Michigan and Toledo, Ohio. If you are in those areas, you can go to my website, www.joannawhaley.com and get free tickets now among other events. And also you can support this show by going to the show notes and clicking support. You can support the show for up to, for as little as $3 a month. Today, we're talking about resilience. For everyone born, a place so, for a good two years before I actually came out, um, if you haven't noticed, uh, there's a theme in my content. It's, it's mostly about the queer experience in Christianity and in spirituality in general. So today I'm talking about this, uh, the moment where I began to go see a therapist. Now, this was my fourth round of therapy dealing with the idea of my gender and my spirituality. Honestly, going into this therapy session, I did think that I was heading into my fourth round of conversion therapy. I had agreed to go see another counselor and try to get myself fixed and and get this problem eradicated from my life that I was dealing with as a closeted trans person. So I get to this therapist's office and it's in an old church um, as all my other therapy sessions were in the past because I always was only allowed to see a Christian therapist. So I get into this old church. It smells like an old church, as you could expect. And I sit down across from my therapist. And, you know, after we get all of the insurance stuff and all that stuff out of the way, he asks me, okay, why are you here? And... I just came out with it. I started telling him the whole story. Never felt like a man. I always felt on the inside like like a woman. And I've been through conversion therapy many times. And I just can't seem to shake this thing rattling around inside of me. And in the middle of me telling the story, I'll never forget the therapist stopping me. Which is not really common. Like therapists don't, while you're like sharing your initial story, they really listen and therapists' job are to listen and and help you guide your thoughts. But he stopped me in the middle, which, which surprised me. And he goes, you need to know that you're not sitting in a conversion therapy session right now. And he said, you also need to know that I don't think it's sin to be trans. And I freaking lost it. I just start weeping in this guy's office. It was like one of those ugly cries too. And so there I am for 
a good year in his office just working through all of the pain and the trauma that I've been experiencing in my life and trying to discern what is God going to think of me if I come out and I transition and all this. And I remember a specific day that I went to see him. I I, I went to always see him on like a Friday afternoon or I, I think it was like a Friday afternoon. I would always go see him. And he told me one time, he said, you know, we've been sitting here for almost a year talking about what you already have settled in your heart. He said, you, you have been in transition the second you walked into this office. He said, so we could sit here and stress out and talk about should you or shouldn't you. I believe you've already made up your mind. And we got to the point where we were like, yeah, it is true. Like, I, I definitely want to come out. I want to, I want to come out and be me. And he said, we would be doing ourselves a huge disservice if we just sat here and only talked about how to come out. He said, but what are we going to do about what happens after you come out? And for the next probably six to eight months, that's all we did was we talked about, okay, what's next? What happens next? Okay, you come out great. That's the big moment. But what happens after that? And I'm so thankful for that type of therapy because I I felt prepared and I was ready for what was to come after I came out and transitioned. I see a lot of times in like, especially in like some of the Christian circles I come from and and even in general and culture, the wedding, right? People get excited about getting married and it's like, ooh, let's, let's plan the wedding. Let's spend the thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars and energy and all of our thoughts and conversation are all about the wedding. But when the wedding happens, they haven't done any work on the actual marriage. I'm no marriage expert here, you know, you're, you're talking to a divorced woman here. <laughs> but what, what I'm saying is that we get in this trap where we, we think about the moment so much that we forget about life after the moment. But what if I was to tell you that after the moment, after the difficult thing in life, For a queer person, one of the most difficult things we go through is coming out and the fallout from it. But eventually, life gets back to normal-ish. Life changes for us, but the the real world comes back to us again. It's it's like in uh, Christian science tradition, there's this saying, and it says, who has felt the loss of human peace and not gained a stronger desires for spiritual joy? In the Christian tradition, in Isaiah 55, 12, it says, you will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and the hills will burst into song before you, and all the trees and the fields will clap their hands. I want to point out two words in this passage that matter here. 
Look at the imagery and where the celebration is. It's before you. It's in front of you. We can get so worried about what we are dealing with or what we're going to deal with or what we have dealt with and forget that joy awaits us in front of us. I love that that old that little Christian uh, Christmas hymn we sing, "Joy to the World," and that part that just says, "Repeat the sounding joy." But we can't repeat a joy unless we've seen it ahead of us, before us. When we see it ahead of us, we're able to memorize it and repeat it. In the Jewish tradition, they actually lay out many uh, occasions that constitute joyous occasions. And for many of us in the LGBTQ community, coming out is a very joyous occasion, but it is also marked with pain at the same time. But I will submit that the coming out was a moment, but I have found the joy afterwards. There's joy after the moment. Remembering that that joy comes and remembering that we will see it ahead of us is important. In the Islam tradition in the Quran, the the 99th, Uh, chapter of the book it says when the earth is shaken it's quake and the earth brings out its loads and man says what is the matter on that day it tells its tales for the lord will have inspired it on that day the people will emerge in droves to be shown for their works i love this that it's pointing to the joy that they have but that God is showing them that God when they emerge from the thing that they were wrestling with from the quake from the from the difficult moment coming out of that difficult moment is where joy is it's it's about resiliency we can get consumed with the moment that hurts us or the scary moment that we're so nervous about. I remember just being up all night worrying about every little detail of my coming out. I was worried that my children would hate me forever. I was worried that I would burn in hell because I still held that view that it was real to me. I I worried about all these things, but after I came out, those worries were gone. They were in the past. I was able to find joy ahead of me. The resilience model in psychology, it navigates four different dimensions of the human psyche and the experience. 
The biological, sociocultural, social, and, and psychological dimensions are all measured, and they all are results of human beings that have bounced back, and they have found a way to maintain a social equilibrium. They're coping with stress. They're, they're, they're able to deal with hardship in a healthy way, facing adversity and strength and recovering from trauma and mental illness. This is resiliency. And it is not just psychological, but it is spiritual. If you're a spiritual person and you fear the moment ahead of you, just know that beyond that moment, there is joy. The world doesn't end with the moment. The moment will happen And my hope and prayer is that you find your resilient spirit to find the joy and the love and the peace beyond it. It may look different and everything may be different than what you expected and wrote down on paper, but I promise you, friend, there is joy on the other side of the pain. How do we find it? I wish there was a cookie cutter way to say, here's how you find your joy, but it's, it's nuanced to you. However you find your joy, search and know that it's out there ahead of you. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. If you ever wonder where I get my resources, you can go to the show notes. All of the resources are there. You can also go to www.joannawhaley.com slash resources. This has been a production of Whaley Media. This is the last show of the week, and I just want to say, enjoy it. TGIF, we'll see you next week. We're talking about one of my favorite songs I've ever been a part of writing called Never Leave. We'll see you next time.